0: I'm Kami and this is Cassandra and And we're we're too too good good to to be be true true. and um I've had yet another interesting day a couple hours ago I just had a tooth yanked out of my face so (laughs) tooth extraction if I end up slurring words or something here or, or trolling on myself just forgive me and this week we're going to talk about a very local arsonist very
1: local um, as in we walk past the house
0: as in it's a few blocks away
1: all the time when we take our walkie walks
0: <laughs> and so we're going to be talking about nathan roeder and all his bullshit <laughs> that's one way to put it i guess well nathan roeder was born on august 29th 1986 and he has been a pain in the ass ever since <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so
1: <laughs> That's just too funny.
0: <sighs>
1: I I needed those.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I first met Nathan when I began working at the Bonton. And I honestly, I cannot remember if I met him the first time. Dude, I worked at the Bonton so many times. <laughs> it's like you can't remember. I kept anymore. quitting and getting rehired, and I can't remember if I met him the first round in 2007 or if it was the second round in 2010, but I feel like I met him the first time around in 2007. And we were both sales associates at the store. The Bonton, it was a department store similar in style to J.C. JCPenney and Macy's. But it's since gone out of business, I think, officially. It went out in 2021, Twenty twenty
1: one. Late, I don't know, late 2020, early 2021, somewhere in there.
0: Well, like I said, I worked at this place a couple of times. Technically four times even though twice were within the same week when I quit and then they and were then like I'm no, back, back. <laughs> so that happens the first time I left the job in 2008 to work elsewhere and then I ended up getting rehired in 2010 at the same store I could not stand Nathan from day one because he was annoying and he said inappropriate things about all the female staff why they kept this little turd on I will never know.
1: I never like that.
0: He always said really inappropriate shit, like commenting on how hot we were Mm -hmm. and like talking about our bodies and, oh, let me take you out kind of stuff. And I was like, I hate this little rat child. He looks like a rat and he's sneaky like a rat and I just don't like him. And I no, I was never a fan.
1: Never got a good vibe from him.
0: So that's my first experience with Nathan.
1: Not what a, great. What a joy.
0: Later on in 2009, 2010-ish, I reconnected with an old school friend and we began dating. And then he had relocated to Louisiana, so we're doing long distance. And we had discussed me moving down to Louisiana the following year, but I wasn't completely set on it. So when an assistant manager position came up at the Bonton. I applied for it. One of the main reasons I was considering moving was because of how hard Pennsylvania got hit by the recession that started in 2008. Like, I just could not, for the life of me, find a job. I could not find a full-time position anywhere. So when this full-time position opened up, I was like, okay, if I can get that, I'll take it. And then whenever I'm finally ready, I will go ahead and move to Louisiana. No. Unfortunately, and for God knows what reason, the assistant manager position was given to Nathan.
1: Look, Can't imagine why. I really
0: don't know why. Like, honestly, I think it's just because... What was he doing that was so great? He did have some of the older, like, management ladies that worked there... Like wrapped, wrapped around, around his, his finger. finger, like well, they thought he was they, charming. With people like that, they they do come off like
1: that, like very charming. We've discussed it many times on here. They just have a way with people.
0: I just know? don't know how they heard him say any of the things he said about the the women employees, and we're like, yeah, that's that's promotable. Definitely not good. This was also despite the fact that I had warned management many times about him. I told them. That he was gross. And I didn't think it was appropriate how he acted towards the other women employees. I also suspected he was stealing from the company. And I brought all of these concerns. And And yet they
1: promoted it. They
0: ignored me because I think they just thought that I was jealous and I was mad that he was getting the position and I wasn't. So they didn't want to listen to anything I said. You're probably
1: right. That's probably what they thought. But
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing. So... Cassandra and I, like we've said before, have worked together at various jobs in the past. JCPenney was the first job that we ever worked together. When we were at JCPenney, I helped them catch that chick that was stealing from the registers and was stealing merchandise. Oh,
1: yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah.
0: Because so what was happening there was she was just outright stealing cash from the registers. And then anybody... That had worked that same drawer as her because multiple people could sign on in a day. Anybody that was short had to sign had this to paper. Sign a paper. Yeah. And I got tired of signing the damn paper because I'm like, I'm not, stealing, I'm not stealing, and stealing, and I'm not dumb. I can count. I'm getting sick of having yeah. to sign this paper. So I went with, you know, um, I got with with Dale, you know, one of our managers, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is what's what I think is happening, and so we set up basically like a sting. Like, she was the only one who was allowed on that one back register back in um, Intimates.
1: Okay.
0: And then that way, when it came up short, it was clearly traced back to her because she was the only one that That was was on it. it. So we set that up. She comes to me later that night and she bought, like, lingerie and stuff. So I ring him up and I said... Just so you know, I'm pretty sure that drawer is going to be $80 short tonight because she just pulled $80 out of her boot and bought some lingerie. Sure enough, $80 short. She ended up getting fired. How do you like that? She made one of those... Right in front of you? Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, my god! And and, uh, she made one of those deals where basically you pay it back Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: you don't have to face jail time or anything. So flash forward to me working at the Bonton. I come into work one day, and who sits in the break room but this girl? And that I was same like, "Girl," I said, "Hell no, I am not going through this again." I immediately turned around, left, went to management, and was like, "No, that no. girl was let go from J.C. Penney from stealing, and if you call them, they will confirm that." I don't know how you hired her without checking any like of a this young stuff. Girl,
1: right? Yeah, she was like, so she was like nice seventeen,
0: school. eighteen years old. And so, despite the fact that I had been clearly right about that and saved them the hassle of going through all that with that girl they still wouldn't believe me when it came to Nathan so at that point i realized there's absolutely no way i could ever work under Nathan so this was the ultimate driving force behind me actually putting in my 2 weeks notice and moving to louisiana in october of 2010 cuz you were like yeah fuck this like, i'm done like this guy like literally changed like the whole trajectory trajectory of 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 my life,
1: like of my entire life.
0: Because like, if I hadn't been to Louisiana, I wouldn't have gone through some of the experiences that I've been through. I wouldn't be back up here doing what I'm doing Doing now.
1: now. I wouldn't be working in
0: banking. So like this dude and my hatred of this dude changed everything. Well, I wasn't in Louisiana for very long. Before my mother sent me a photo of the front page of the newspaper that contained an article about Nathan. I was right. He was stealing. From the Bonton. He was stealing from the Bonton, And he pleaded guilty. Of course he was. To felony retail theft of more than $23,000.
1: Excuse me, what?
0: Yeah. He had taken (laughs) merchandise. That's a lot. That's a lot. He had taken merchandise, but aside from just completely blatantly stealing...
1: What was the span stuff? of time, not, not very you know. long. I mean, that's a lot of money,
0: yeah. I mean, probably over the span of the, the last couple of years. I mean, he was assistant manager at the time, but I'm sure he started long before. before that. But I'm pretty sure the assistant manager thing probably sped up the process oh, because then he had the logins sure and the helpful. codes,
1: yeah, I'm to sure override
0: things. So, aside from stealing merchandise, he was falsifying returns. Like he was faking them, oh, scanning stuff we go. and then
1: returns. and
0: putting like, you know, if you don't have a receipt, yeah. you know, your return goes onto a gift card, gift card.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: that's what he was doing. He was acting like people didn't have receipts. And so he was just putting the money on the gift cards, pocketing the gift cards and what, what he was fucking doing with them. I don't know. I don't know if he was using them to actually purchase things then or if he or was making, them. selling them to people,
1: who the hell knows?
0: He had no prior record, and he was able to repay the store, so he received no jail time, only probation and a fine, a fine. And he was of course fired from his job. That's so it. yeah, over 23,000 dollars.
1: 23,000 dollars.: And
0: he is basically let off the hook. he just has to pay back what he took, and he was pardoned by the governor's office. So he just got nothing.
1: That's so, kind of mind blowing. Yeah, honestly. he's
0: basically not really held accountable for much here. And looking at what he did next, maybe he should have learned some accountability. For sure. So now we fast forward to this year Nathan's father, Roger Roeder, had been staying with Nathan at his home for about six months while he recovered from a medical procedure. So, Roger's house is just kind of sitting it's empty. Sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And he would stop by his own house at 216 Walnut Street in Catawissa every couple of days to shower and do laundry. Well, on February 15th of 2022, Roger was driving to his house when he saw smoke rising and he began to worry if it was his house that was on fire.
1: You kind to wonder, like, why... Was he like, hmm, I wonder if that's my house, you know? Well,
0: here's why. When he arrived, it was his home. Roger had suspected his son might have had something to do with it, because So, like,
1: right off the bat, he's like, Mm -hmm. this is Nathan.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, just the day before, he had found a burnt power strip in an upstairs bedroom that used to be Nathan's.
1: Like at the house like at the, the house. day before this. Yep. while
0: he was at the oh, house the day Jesus. before, he finds this burnt power strip, and wow. it's conveniently in Nathan's old bedroom. Hmm. Nathan then arrived at the house and told firefighters that he hadn't been at the house in a few days. Okay, sure. However, one of the neighbors had security Has camera cameras? footage that showed otherwise.
1: Kudos to you, whoever you are.
0: The footage showed a silver Honda CRV turning onto Walnut Street at about 11.17 that morning. The cameras then show someone walking into the house. They then exit and leave in the Honda at 11.43 a.m. Shortly after, at about 12.21 p.m., smoke is seen coming from the house. Yeah. Yeah. The Catawissa Police Department, which is located on 3rd Street in Catawissa, which also, guys, do it's so close. It's also It's close. so close. Like literally. why would you choose to do this in a house that is literally within sight of the, um, police, the department? police
1: department? Literally, and then like we can I don't know if you saw it, but like we can see it from where we live.
0: Yeah, you know? I mean, also
1: so, it's, like, literally, I remember when it happened.
0: Well, Walnut Street we're, connects with 3rd Street. Like, it's... Is you, why would it's you... Like, yeah, it, it makes, there. like, no
1: sense. So, like, literally, the day it happened, like, around this same time-ish that you're saying all this went down, mm-hmm. literally, we were going to leave to go visit my grandmother, because she was in the nursing home at the time, and we were getting ready to leave, and we were like, okay, I don't know if we're going to make it in time because there's a fire. <laughs> and then all the roads blocked. <laughs> and we were like, we don't... And our road is a one-way road, so you can only go one way. So we were like, we don't know which way to go to get out of here. But we, we figured it out, and we got out. But we were a little... We were running a little behind. All because of this
0: bullshit. <laughs> this dude. So, like I said, the police department's close by, so guess who also had camera footage of the suv the neighbor the actual police oh the police the police cameras on the station picked up him in the suv and it showed him nathan going to the post office which is right there as well prior to stopping at the house and they can see that it's Nathan because he gets out and he goes into the and post they see office. The and then they and see they him know get he's back and that,
1: that vehicle and then turn up Walnut th- um, Street. and then they Walnut see him turn. What in the Not very smart. Let's
0: be truthful about that. Not very smart. That's Nathan. Well, on march third, twenty twenty two, Nathan was interviewed at the police station. He was confronted with the security camera footage, and he confessed to setting the fire. I was going to say, does he confess? Yep, he confessed. They caught him. He knew he was caught. He says, yep, I did it. According to Nathan, he placed the burnt power strip on a plastic trash bag and then used a torch to light a piece of paper on fire and dropped it. And he thought if he did all this, I guess, next to the burnt power strip it would look electrical. Yeah, I don't...
1: Where is his common sense? Like
0: He doesn't have any. <laughs> I
1: just don't get it.
0: But yeah, he thought the fire would be determined to be electrical, electrical because the burnt power strip, he thought, would indicate, you know, an electrical issue. Wow. So he watched until the fire started, and then he left the house. And the motive for the fire was, of course, insurance money. Of course it was. Because, what are we? A podcast about scams and frauds. Frauds. So, (laughs) we gotta have a money motive here. And we do. So, Nathan had been working as a nurse assistant and a clerk at Geisinger, which, that's a large hospital and healthcare network. And I don't know how far it extends. I know it's all mostly along the East Coast. And I think we have, like, like there's some in, like, Minnesota and Wisconsin and stuff, too, I think.
1: Yeah, mostly here, like, around here and, like, northeastern PA, I guess.
0: Yeah, and well, he had been working there, but, of course, he had recently been fired from his job. Because who knows what he was doing there. Something not right. Probably something bad. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get any I didn't see anything on that. And his LinkedIn still listed him as a UDC at Guy Singer. So I did I confirm see. that he was he was working there. He was also a student in nursing school. Here's the part that kills me. This dude had about eighty thousand dollars in savings. What? He had eighty grand in savings. Like Bro, you couldn't just survive off of that for, like, a month or two until you could until secure you another, could job. another job? Yeah. Also, I don't know how many of you know this, but there are tons of programs out there to help you. If you are struggling, like, I process them all the time. If, if you're going through, you know, unemployment or sickness or some other financial setback of some kind and you've got a mortgage you don't have to just suck it up and find a way to pay your mortgage or just accept the fact that you're going to be foreclosed on there are options, there are options all you for have to you. do is call your lender and talk to them about the options and they can do what's called a deferred payment
1: mm-hmm.
0: where they can it can be, you know, a couple of months even where your payment can be reduced due to financial hardship like you can pay maybe just interest only, like say. Yeah, I've
1: done that with my school yeah, loans. before.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff like that, like a that, deferral yeah. or something like that. Like, say your mortgage payment is regularly eight hundred dollars, and six hundred of it is principal, and two hundred of it is interest. Well, you can you can for a limited amount of time only pay the, the two hundred interest
1: in the interest
0: yeah. and save yourself that other you know six hundred or whatever per month. Until you get back on your feet. You don't have to accept either losing your house or being a fucking arsonist
1: yeah, to try and get extreme. the insurance money. <laughs> being an arsonist is a bit extreme.
0: Yeah, so I just just wanna let y'all know that in case any yeah. of you are experiencing anything.
1: Well, I know there's all sorts of things like that. Like even like when we went through the flood all sorts of businesses like even like simple bills and stuff like mm-hmm. they will defer your payments if you have reason to do so like financial wise or just you know because you have something come up like that and, do you know a, what I mean? and a
0: lot of times you don't even have to prove it yeah. you don't you don't have to like send them proof that you got fired or that you applied for unemployment or anything like that like, When, when I was younger and I had a hard time paying on some credit card bills Mm
1: -hmm. because I
0: was just like working part time and things were rough. I literally just called my creditors and was like, Hey, you know, I'm struggling. I don't have the money and
1: I just, you know, what can I
0: do? And like, they basically, all of them were agreeable to just like skip an entire payment.
1: Yeah, or bump it back. Yeah,
0: or reduce it. There's so many options other than doing stuff like this. So, like I said, he had eighty thousand dollars in savings, but he was afraid that it wouldn't last him very long. So, he hatched a plan to burn down his father's home for the insurance money to cover his own mortgage and other expenses. Nathan's mortgage was roughly two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. About the same as the insurance policy on his dad's house. So he's like, I lost That's perfect, yeah. Dad's not there anyway. I'm right. not gonna kill him. I'm just gonna burn his house down but like, and we'll thing collect is, the money.
1: That could have gotten out of control. And the houses that are next to it
0: are pretty close.
1: But not only to that, that but
0: like, uh, hello, what's his dad supposed to do then?
1: Yeah, his dad doesn't have a and house. And why go would to. he
0: think the money would go to him? This is it's his dad's house. That's a good
1: question. Why was he like
0: I need two hundred and sixty thousand dollars, so I'm gonna burn down a two hundred and sixty thousand home. That doesn't belong to me. To you, yeah. Well he probably thought his dad would just give it to him. I don't know. I I, maybe that was the plan. Maybe he thought, Oh well dad will just live with me permanently now and we'll just pay off my house and call it a day.
1: Well, I know speaking from just working at the bank, because I know that his dad was the one that was coming in and making his payments Now i don't know if it was his dad's money i don't know that but i know he was physically the one coming in and making the payments so maybe the dad was already helping him out i really don't know
0: yeah i have no idea i know he was over there a lot i know I... he was
1: basically living there he wasn't even living at his house at anymore at that point in time like you were saying he hadn't been living there. but i don't think he had physically well, moved stuff out of it or anything yeah well like, i
0: mean i don't I, I know nathan was frequently at his dad's too that's the thing like i don't i don't know I don't how know much time he was even spent. i used to see his stupid little self in the yard
1: oh, all okay. the time
0: and he'd like wave at me and i'd be like don't look at me
1: <laughs> i hate you and i only knew that because some of the neighbors are also customers and they had said like the dad hadn't been there in forever so i don't know
0: well the travelers insurance company paid out 267,084 dollars to roger for the fire hmm. and then of course nathan's arrested and he has got to go stand before judge craig long Gregory.
1: Yeah. <laughs> love Craig.
0: We love Craig.
1: We have a friend that works for him. So. He's a cool guy. He is a cool guy.
0: <laughs> Craig, Judge Long, set the bail at $100,000, 10000 of which would be needed to free Nathan. She got to post 10% of the, bail of the bail to get out of jail. Okay. Yeah. So they sent his dumb ass to Columbia County Prison to wait for his father to bail him out. This is my favorite part. So Roger did come and bail him out. Of course he he did. He goes, Hold on. I had a dentist appointment.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Roger.
0: So Roger appeared with the $10,000 in cash after his appointment (laughs) was (laughs) over.
1: I can't. That's too funny. This guy's so matter-of-fact about it. Yeah, you know,
0: he's just like, you know what? My son burned down my house, but it's my son, so I'm going to get him. But I got I to gotta I gotta fix my teeth first.
1: <laughs> I got to fix my teethies. Oh, my gosh. That's too funny.
0: Well, Nathan was charged with four felony counts of arson, one felony count of criminal mischief, and 43 misdemeanor counts of reckless endangerment, one for each first responder at the scene. That number includes 32 firefighters, three police officers, two ambulance personnel, and six borough employees. So he got account for everybody whose life he put in danger, as he should. But also, they they tend to just nail you with every single thing they could possibly think of right off the bat. That way, when you start to plea down or they need to drop charges... They can drop these misdemeanor, you know. That's why. Right. That's why it when people sense. are booked, they're booked with like six bajillion charges, charges, and yeah. then you see them actually only come out with like one or two. two. Yeah. That's why, because they're just like we're gonna slam, we're gonna them, slam them with everything, them with everything we got. and then that way when we start removing things, we still have things left over. Right. Roger Roder was not charged. He didn't have any part in this. They believe. So, I believe he probably still got to keep the insurance money then because even though this was arson, you know, it, it wasn't him. It wasn't proven. Yeah, well, was, it wasn't. Knowledgeable
1: of it. Yeah, it wasn't Roger. It.
0: So, they shouldn't take his insurance and, money. Like, yeah. if Roger was a part of it, of course, you're not supposed but to be paid he out. They didn't give any of pride. it to the,
1: you know, son.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know where the 10000 came from. I don't know if that came from Nathan's saved up eighty grand or. If Roger just had it lying around, I can't nervous. imagine he got paid out so quickly that he would be able to do that. Insurance claims typically take a while. A while, yeah,
1: that's true.
0: I mean, not for my car. When I had issues with my car, State Farm was like... Oh, yeah,
1: they were on top of that. That was cool. Yeah, State I Farm was, was like, honestly.
0: oh, you asked for money? We're not even going to ask for proof. Do you want a check? Do Here's the it? check. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't we're know. We're cutting you a check. <laughs> but that's not, that's not normal. That's not normal at all, yeah. Well, a preliminary hearing for Nathan was scheduled for april 15th and since then i haven't seen any updates so we're still waiting Uh, i haven't seen any prison sentence announced but he does face up to 10 years in prison for the arson i believe it's been downgraded this
1: coming april no 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 this this
0: preliminary hearing already happened in this past april and i just don't know what
1: what happened, What's uh, going what, beyond
0: that? If yeah, anything's okay. been scheduled, and I believe he's been downgraded to um, uh, what is it? Second degree arson instead of first degree. That's what I saw in one article, anyway.
1: What's the difference?
0: I'm not quite sure.
1: Hmm.
0: Obviously, one's more serious than the other. Than one the but, other, yeah. But hmm. yeah, I, interesting. I don't know if it if it is based on like the intent Intent? that's what I was going to say I wonder what it has to do with the intent so we took a quick break and I looked it up and the difference is first degree arson is when you knowingly set fire to a building when someone is inside, inside it. of it okay. and then second degree it gets knocked down when you're not doing it you know it's not with any intent,
1: really, you're not trying. Yeah, to you're not
0: doing it with intent to like anybody murder anybody. Or, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's what the difference is. So, I mean, and in this case, that would be accurate because clearly Roger wasn't living there. He wasn't there trying and to hurt anybody. He, yeah, he wasn't trying to do that. So, garbage human being. though know, he is a murderer. He is not.
1: Yeah, not a murderer. Just. Yeah
0: and foster. then looking into you know why i haven't seen anything beyond that i saw that nathan had told the court that he's on medication for an undisclosed mental health issue so he's not going to be sentenced until a full background and mental health check is check completed is in
1: place. so yeah. i think okay. that's what's well. been holding
0: it off and honestly i don't know if <sighs> I don't know that we'll get an update or I might have to like really dig for it it, because this is such a local case that, I mean, there's no news stories about this that are not local.
1: Like searching
0: for him. I didn't really come up with anything, you know, no USA Today, no CBS or anything like like that. Like it wasn't covered nationally. So it would really depend on, me continuing to look into court documents yes. which I'll do yeah and hoping that somebody or writes they about they it write in a local it paper or in
1: the local paper when yeah. it happens like
0: I've only seen it online on like Columbia County Crime Watch and penlive.com and then of course in our local newspaper Press Enterprise they've run several articles but they kind of ran them all like boom boom boom, boom all together. like yeah. right after this all happened and then there's no more mention Nothing of since it then. but the thing is there was another another local guy who committed arson, although not for, like, insurance purposes or anything, so we'll never do an episode on him. It's just something that I checked into while mm-hmm. thinking about Nathan because I remember this dude lighting this business on fire, too, not that long ago. And um, they did have, like, a little blurb about him being sentenced. So I would imagine that once Nathan gets... I think to they something. do kinda
1: update that stuff in, in the paper. So I think we'll see a little something. Yeah, so there ho- should be a little something. Hopefully. on we'll just keep a little Yeah, bit hopefully
0: there'll be an update. And if you know, if there is, once I get it, I'll just kinda pop in and let everybody know what's going on and and how long our good friend Nathan has gone to jail for.
1: I mean it was interesting either way, you know, to see the You know
0: trajectory of his. Yeah, and then it's so crazy because like when you and I were walking past it every night. First of all, how long did it take my stupid ass to notice that the the place was burnt? Like I didn't even notice until like weeks (laughs) later because like we walk past it every day. Guys, (laughs) this thing is up this goddamn hill that like by the time you get to the the top top, of the hill, like
1: we can't breathe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're like (gasps) so.
1: Kinda of like care me now with yeah, my illness. I'm still
0: dying. <laughs> my life is in shambles at this point in time. I'm still sick with the flu. I'm still coughing. I can't breathe. Had a tooth I had distracted. a tooth ripped out. <laughs> Y'all, send help. Send help. But yeah, anyway, so we're walking past this thing, and I finally am like, as burnt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and she's like, Yep, yep. It's been for a bit. <laughs> it's been for a while. But then, I mean, I looked at you, and I was like, it wouldn't even surprise me if, if Nathan burnt that down.
1: Yeah, literally. We had a whole conversation about it. I
0: was it. like, I bet it was fucking Rat Boy.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what she called him too.
0: <laughs> and then oh come gosh. to find out it really was it him. It really was. So, guys, you know. Don't do that. You can't just burn things down to get money when you want or need money. So, you know, That that seems a little too good to be true. That you're going to get away with it. That you're going to be able to just burn something down. And skip merrily along your way. And
1: be like you know what. I'm taking this.
0: (laughs) So with that said. As a reminder. If it seems too too good good to to be true. true, It it is. is. And you guys can find us on our social media. We're on Facebook. At Too Good To Be True Podcast. We're on Instagram and TikTok. At too good to be true pod. If you want to send us an email, we welcome that. We want to hear stories. We want to hear suggestions.
1: Yes, please.
0: Uh questions that you might have. You know, maybe you even got like a fishy looking email and you want to send it to us and ask us about it, go for it. It's too good to be true pod at outlook.com. We are still running like a little competition not competition, contest, I guess. Contest. For a car decal of our podcast name. If you're interested in that, find us on our socials, find that post, just follow the instructions on it, and we'll send it to whoever, if somebody actually wants it. And, you know, we'll just have our regular episode stuff up there so you can have episode discussion if you want to talk about any of these cases with us or amongst each other. You can comment on anything. We also have our little form question survey that's in the show notes if you want to give us any type of feedback and you just want to be quick about it, that's a way to go. And of course, we have the support button if you want to give us like a monthly tip. Um, Starting in the new year, we're going to probably start doing a little bit of a subscription service. Where you can pay us a small monthly fee. Yeah, we've been fee. talking
1: about it. Yeah, and
0: we'll have now. a couple of bonus episodes thrown in monthly. Just
1: something fun that, to do on the side yeah, that only yeah,
0: people cool. who subscribe will be able to have access to. So we might do that. I think we're gonna we're gonna do that. I think it sounds fun. It sounds fun. Yeah.
1: So and stay
0: tuned for that. Follow yeah, us on our socials. Keep a
1: lookout for that. I also just want to say thank you to Kermie. She's a real one for stepping up and leading again this week. I had a bit of a family emergency and, you know, we're we're both going through shit and I just want to say she's a real one for stepping up and even though she's still getting over falling her illness apart. and falling apart, <laughs> she decided she would lead again this week for me and I really appreciated that. And I got some stories coming up, so. Oh yeah, she's working on, the, on a deep dive. I've, I've a got deep, a deep dive, dive coming. That probably won't be till January, but um, i we've got I've got a couple other little interesting stories I'm doing some research for. So be on the lookout for those things.
0: Yeah. So thanks for listening, and don't forget to rate and review us, and tell your friends. And we will talk to you next talk week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Skanks are uh, gone.
1: Not home? Yeah, I don't know
0: where they are, but I haven't heard them. I, their car wasn't parked out front when I got home. So I'm hoping that they stay
1: gone. Yeah, I drove my car down and i like, but like I pulled
0: up pretty really far. I'm like, I don't want bitch that I'm like. And fuck them. Park where you want to park. Something. Like they have no like, right to say where anybody can park. Like, like, they don't own the fucking road.
1: This is the last thing they
0: need is more problems. They're not allowed to give us more problems. If they give us if they even say anything snarky, they yeah. can go to jail or get fined. Right. So fuck them I don't care. I kinda hope they do, just so I could be like, You're going to jail, bitch! Straight
1: to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs>